We are I. My Sunto watch activity tracker has been telling me for about five or six days now that I'm going too hard and I need to scale it back. And the one thing I find, you know, skewed about this information is, you know, yes, my body may feel a little bit run down and tired. Yes, I may recognize that, you know, I've been training quite a bit this year so far. But the one thing that this watch and all this calculation doesn't really, you know, take into consideration is, you know, the ice bath and the sauna and the effects that I'm going to, you know, get from both of those that help me train a little bit more. This data doesn't take into consideration the the way that I eat and the lack of shit food that I eat and how much I prioritize, you know, a really good, clean diet for, you know, a high functioning person, how much time and effort and energy I put into that. And, and it also doesn't take into consideration the times of the day. Like yesterday, I knew it was going to be a long day, 3.30 in the morning till 9.30 at night. Knew it was going to be long. I knew I had to train twice yesterday. I knew I was going to sit in the ice bath. Knew I was going to sit in the sauna. Things that, you know, really kind of push my energy, you know, down a little bit for the rebound this morning, which is great. So I took 45 minutes yesterday afternoon and I didn't fall asleep, but I just, I laid there. I was waiting for my laundry to dry and I could have done a couple things, you know, on the computer, but I knew that I had time to be able to do them on the, on the back end. I didn't have to do them right now. I had legitimately this, this 45 minutes to an hour where I was uninterrupted. So I took advantage of that. And the, the calculation that the, the formula didn't take things like this into consideration either. The one thing that it also doesn't take into consideration that could you imagine if you put your fitness tracker on, you know, somebody who had a manual labor job, you know, whether that be landscaping, snow shoveling, bricklayer, concrete worker, you know, drywaller, painter, some of this in, and every day, every day you just turn it on to say circuit training. We're like, you're doing multiple different tasks. Like that's all circuit trading really is, is doing like multiple different tasks to be able to tax your body in different ways for a select period of time. Very basic, very simple. Circuit trading is just circuit trading. Now, how long, like, do you think like after one day that it would tell you that you're going too hard and you need to take a break? Because I know sometimes when I do, you know, like, 45 minutes of running on the treadmill, it tells me that I need to take like two days off to recover. Well, how the fuck does that make sense? Could you imagine if how, where we would be as a species, like where would we be and how successful would we be as staying alive if that after a half an hour or 45 minutes of running, you needed to take two days to recover? So, one of the metrics I think is really failing in all these fitness trackers is you should be able to put in your occupation. Like you should legitimately be able to put in your occupation, what that, 
what that deems or your lifestyle and what you've conditioned your body to. So it's an actual relative metric that's that's customized to you because that's really why we wear these things and we have these results is so that it's it's customized information to us. I should be able to lo- <clears throat> log into this watch a, you know the times that I sit in the ice bath that should have some metric in there in the software that knows the benefit of it. Same thing with the sauna and same thing that if I take a little bit of a rest for you know half an hour to an hour in the middle of the day, I should be able to put those things down, should be able to calculate towards that. And then I should also put <clears throat> be able to put into it that even if I'm not resting, if I'm working in the office for, you know, three, four hours. That is my body physically resting. That might not be my body mentally and emotionally resting, but that is my body physically getting rest. You know, peel this back a few thousand years. If you had to go in and hunt, you know, every day for like three or four days to be able to, you know, get some food to eat. And then the rest of the time, you you know, you kind of did these menial tasks around camp. Like that would be your body recovering, but it'd still be more than what I would be doing sitting in front of the computer all day working. You hear me? So, you know, it's one of these things that it's like, well, what is these definitions and what does this really mean? So I also, in the morning time, about a week ago, I don't know what possessed me to do this. My blood pressure... um monitor tracker, the one that I use, it it started reading maybe about, let's say about, about eight months ago. Every once in a while, I would get up into this like, you know, high normal category, the yellow, and it irritated me. I'm like, how the fuck is my, is my blood pressure high? Like, this makes no sense to me. So about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago now, I'm like, it has this this new function on it, this triple reading for accuracy it takes three readings and it averages them out. And I'm like, well, how accurate is your device if you need to take three readings and average this out? So the other morning I get this, you know, high normals in the yellow. I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to try it again. I'm not going to go through the triple reading. I'm just going to try it again. So I try it again. And my blood pressure you know, my systolic blood pressure drops like 20 points. My diastolic like 10 and my heart rate 5 to 10. And I'm like, well, how is that? Like there's only been 30 seconds in between this reading. So I'm like, well, maybe I just need to relax a little bit more. But I'm like, it's first thing in the morning. I haven't really done anything. How, what would, I haven't done anything stressful. I've done, I haven't done any activity. How would my blood pressure be high? Especially if I just, if I track my SpO2 levels, right before that. And my biological age is always about 10, 15 years to the minus. So I'm like, interesting. Very, very interesting. So I've started doing that every day. And every single day, that second reading at about 30 seconds is dramatically lower. And I kind of felt guilty for this because I'm like, well, I'm kind of, I'm padding the numbers. And I'm like, well, I'm not padding the numbers if these are actually my numbers. But legitimately, the first number has to be skewed. You like, there's no way that my blood pressure is high because whenever I go to the doctor where your blood pressure is typically higher because of air quotes, white coat syndrome, that whenever I go to the doctor, my blood pressure is great. It's always in the optimal range. So 
I see the margin for error for these. And this is the reason why that I try not to get too caught up into the, what these numbers say. <clears throat> and I really try to go always by what I know what I'm doing. I believe in the science behind it. And I know the things to look for, you know, in my body. If I'm getting restless sleeps or if I feel a little bit run down or anything along those lines, knowing that I need to just take some time out, you know, whether that's like 20, 30 minutes, an hour during the middle of the day, whether it's going to bed a little bit earlier, you know, whether it's on the weekend, toning it down a little bit when I have an opportunity to do so. Or weekends like coming up where I know specifically I'm not going to work out um, for three days. <clears throat> well, about three and a half days. And I can take that time and, you know, let the body take a break. And just knowing that I have to look past this one singular day and this one singular moment. And everybody's like that. And this is why I always say to like, you know, people I'm working with, whether it be, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, or, or anything like just people I'm working with, I'm like, this is the point of why you have to take advantage of today. Because when people say, oh, I'm not going to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make up for it tomorrow. And no matter what you are doing in life, there's no way that you can make up for it tomorrow. But the one thing that you do know is that you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But you do know what right now is. You do know what is being brought to you and put in front of you right now. So if you have an opportunity to do something you need to do it right now. No matter what all of these metrics may say or, you know, whatever is going on, because more likely than not, that opportunity that you're seeking today will come in to play tomorrow or the next day. But it's looking ahead and planning ahead and understanding what your life looks like a day, a week, or a month down the road. Because when you look at and you have that foresight into your own life, so it's easier to be able to manage the days in between. Because again, I look at it, it's like, well, you know, I may not want to get up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock every morning, but I do know, again, that there's going to be these days, you know, coming up real soon where I'm going to be sleeping in until maybe 4 or 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, for a couple of days this coming up weekend, which a lot of people say, well, that's not sleeping in. It's like, well, what's your definition? If you slept in two hours later than what you normally get up, that would be sleeping in. In which that is what sleeping in is to me. It's about, you know, like an hour or two, maybe three hours later than what I normally sleep in. So I guess the whole point of this these rambling ons here this morning is even if you feel like you just don't want to be able to don't want to wrap your hands around that opportunity. You don't want to take that opportunity because you're tired. You don't necessarily want to do it. You, know, you got to keep that end run in mind because there's a lot of opportunity to not do shit. But how many opportunities to kill it really come around? Like not very many. But there's... There's way more opportunities to, to tone it down and to relax and take a break and all those kind of things. So when real legitimate opportunity comes, you got to take it. You got to take it those that's the sweet spot of life. Enjoying it, being with people, being with opportunity, creating those campfire stories to, to tell, to you know pull people into your life, to share a part of your life. 
Like that's what it's all about. So Wednesday, air quotes hump day. Hope that you all have a really great day today. And I guess instead of a question, it's going to be one of those days where it's a statement. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. 